1: Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Today we're going to radiate health with Dr. Georgia Nabb. Hi, hey, nice Dr. Nab. How are you? Doing awesome. How are Good. you today? Fine. Thank you. I tell you, I've been so excited about sitting down and talking to you. I've seen you present at a couple of places. I know what you do, but I really honestly don't know much about it. So you are a chiropractor. I am. You do epigenetics. Can you tell us more about that?
0: Sure. I, uh, I am a chiropractor. I've been a chiropractor for 24 years, graduated back in 94. Wow. And as... You grow and learn more and evolve. Uh, I, in 2005, I slipped into functional medicine, uh, right. just trying to work with my oldest son and, uh, and some of his health struggles. And through functional medicine, then I uh, obtained my master's in functional medicine through University of Western states. And with that, then the genetics piece was really starting to become a, a part of things. Uh, right. Always, always I've done nutrition. Back when I was in chiropractic school, I always did nutrition as part of my practice. So so that's always been a part. But the the functional medicine and really getting down to that root cause mm-hmm. and then bringing in the genetics, which is just a whole
1: other piece of the puzzle, uh, started back in 2005. Oh, that is so interesting. Um, so Gosh, you do so much. So, so the chiropractor, the functional medicine, the, the epigenetics, all of that together. And you've been in practice 24 years. It's amazing. I, you know, I always want to know the story behind someone's journey, right? And it sounds like you had a very good reason to get into what you're doing now. And was your son. Yes. Yes, he was, so he was having some health challenges. He was. We, uh, he was born at home with a midwife.
0: It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was just a great experience uh, in Colorado. And then we uh, moved to Boston and lived there for three years. Mm-hmm. And then my husband at that time got back into the, uh, into the Air Force. He, um, this was right around 9-11. And so there was a lot of, uh, of, of things going on in, mm-hmm. in our country. And so he was stationed in Wichita. So we moved to Wichita, and Victor, at that time, was three years old, and within a month of moving to Wichita, he had his first asthma attack. Oh, no. And I remember we had done this, it was, it was quite the bicycle ride, um, it's called the, the Wicked Wind, and I just kind of laughed when when uh, I heard the name. And I'm like, oh, the, you know, whatever. What does right. that mean? Kansas, right?
1: Dorothy, yeah. Wizard of Oz, right?
0: Whatever. And it was the you can do 25, 50, or 100. And I thought, well, we've just moved here, and so let's do the 50. And uh, and so we're pulling Victor in one of those big trailers. Oh, right. And somehow managed through the whole 50. I understand now why it's why called the
1: called Wicked Wind. <laughs> so it
0: didn't matter what direction you were going, uh-uh. there was at least a twenty mile an hour wind that we were just fighting against. But when we got to the end of it, uh, Victor was struggling to breathe, and I remember this lady who owned a bicycle shop. She just kind of walked by. She stopped, and she's like, "Oh, he's having an asthma attack," and and I just oh, looked at her. I was three years out of chiropractic school and I just thought, what in the world? Where did this come from? So it began, that began my journey uh, yeah. of really trying to figure out, okay, what was, what, why is it that all of a sudden we moved to Wichita and, and now he's, he's developing asthma? And so it progressed. Um, and so, just it, on that journey of trying to figure out, okay, what's the root cause, I uh, came upon two things. One, I came upon a chiropractor who um, he specialized in scoliosis. And, uh, and sorry, what is that? Scoliosis is curvature of the spine. Oh, okay. So when you stand, your spine should be perfectly straight. When right. you look at someone, a screliosis is where that there's a curvature
1: that oh, okay. shouldn't
0: be there, and so that curvature puts pressure on the nerves, but it also, depending on how severe it is, can put pressure on the organs as well. Right. And, uh, and I kind of looked at him like, you know, no, I've never done x-rays on, on Victor, and he's like, well, you need to do x-rays. And um, he's only three. No, at that point he was um at that point we were further along on the journey and I wanna oh. say he was six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um and so and so I did and and I was absolutely shocked because he wow. I think he was seven, because he was developing a scoliosis of all things, he had eleven degree curvature and uh his his neck, which should have when you look at the side, it should have a nice right. curve to it, forty five mm-hmm. degree curve. It was perfectly straight. But the most shocking thing was he had a congenital fusion of his second and third vertebrae, which I had no idea. I would never have known if, I, if right. he hadn't told me, you know, you need to take x-rays to see, you know, what's going on what's with the nervous on? system. Oh, my goodness. And, and so that fusion um, at the C2-C3, that affects what's called the phrenic nerve. The phrenic nerve is a nerve that innervates the lungs. Okay. And so that was like... A light came on, and first it was like the shock of getting over, okay, the, you know, why didn't I take x-rays sooner? Why didn't I understand what was going on with my own child? How would you know? And then secondly was, okay, now what do I do? Right. And so thankfully I had his guidance to really understand, okay, the the biomechanics, what I just didn't understand based upon his
1: Right, his I mean, physiology.
0: Just, yeah, yeah Absolutely. his physiology, his his um, his structure. Well, and so he it, taught me yeah. how to adjust him in a way that we were able to get his neck back to um, about a 30 to 33 degree curve. He'll never have a 45 just because of that fusion in there. But, it, um, but that alone uh, took pressure off that phrenic nerve and really helped and corrected the scoliosis. So he...
1: You know, he that's responded amazing. well
0: there. Absolutely, but there's a whole other piece, and that was uh, right. That is part, part of it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was one okay. piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And then the other piece was just uh, uh, understanding another underlying cause, which was which is food. His food sensitivity right. So we did food sensitivity testing on him. um his uh his big triggers which we hear so much about today was dairy and Wheat. gluten.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And uh and and what's a young boy's
1: favorite food? Right, macaroni and cheese and pizza. And pizza. And pizza. Absolutely. Exactly.
0: And so Oh mine uh, too. <laughs> I <don't, laughs> It's just hilarious. So, you know, trying to help him to understand that you you've got to figure out what your tolerance is and and so maybe every once in a while you can handle this but but you know he would see that within 24 to 48 hours you know he was struggling to breathe and just having some issues so he's yes. able to connect the the make the connection to okay what I'm right. eating affects how I feel
1: and that's pretty and good it's motivation
0: my breathing so right. it is can I tell you a funny story please do so funny so um had this uh, he was in at this point. He was fifth or sixth grade, and and I'm working full time uh, in my practice there in Wichita, and I had this young sixteen-year-old uh, girl who she would pick him up from school and just make sure he wasn't home alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she uh, just a, a great friend, and um, and so she's like uh, he wanted to go to one of his friend's house this this day, and so she took him. And they stayed for, I don't know, three or four hours and then brought him back. In. And so she called me uh, the next day, and she's like, I know Victor isn't going to tell you this, <sighs> but let me tell you what happened. She's like, we got there, and he did everything he knew not to do. He ate pizza. Oh, yeah. He drank pop, which I never allow. And right. she said, on the way back, he got so sick I had to pull over because he was throwing up oh, all this stuff. My goodness. And I just laughed. I'm like, well, he learned a lesson.
1: Absolutely. And he really
0: did. Well, he learned a lesson from that. And I just um you know, I think those are those
1: are good things. Those are wanting. not bad things. <laughs> I, I myself am gluten mm. sensitive. Yes. And I and I know that I one thing I cannot resist is wedding cake. Oh, yes. And vanilla wedding cake. Yes. And, so I save up for it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do everything else absolutely right, and this one day I'm going to have some wedding cake, and I'm going to suffer for it. And I just know, uh-huh. right? <laughs> but then I do suffer for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you just find out what your tolerance right. tolerance is, and mm-hmm. yeah. So for a teenager, that had to be pretty pretty big, you know. I think that they, stuck with him. Teenagers I haven't think talked they're talked to him about it in a while, but I think so. I think so. Yeah, they think they're invincible. Yes. Until. <laughs> Until they're not. That <laughs> so he's on the straight and narrow now. He's great. He really
0: know, he understands the connection between food and, and how he feels and and more so of what he can tolerate and what he can't. So right. he knows there. there's definitely environmental because um, here, he lived in California and became a chef
1: out there. Oh, did he really? He did. Good for him. Uh,
0: and, and worked in a great restaurant out there for three years and, yeah. and loved it. And, you know, the air is so different out there. He's right... In Irvine, and uh, right off close to the ocean, so that that air was just wonderful for him. And then, you know, when he would come visit here, and now he lives here, but, uh, you know, he he would struggle some. And so some of that's just environment as well, just the air...
1: Oh, absolutely. Pollens and allergens,
0: yes. the humidity, all of that. It's just very different than what you have on either coast. Yes, it is. Because he never had a problem in Boston either. So. Oh, that's good.
1: Yeah. Well, so and what you said about th- having a delay in some of his reactions, like 24 to 48 hours, then he'd have the reaction. Yeah. And I wonder if that keeps people from knowing what their true sensitivities are. Absolutely it does. So mm-hmm. those are called
0: IgG food sensitivities, yes. mm-hmm. not true allergies. So IgE is an allergy, Okay. but IgG is a food sensitivity. Sensitivity and those can show up maybe a few hours, just kind of odd. But it, usually, it's like the next day. You just have these odd. Um, one of my patients would he would clear his throat all the time, <clears throat> and to mm-hmm. him that was just, just that's just his tic. It's what he does. Yeah, it's just yeah whatever. his mannerism. And uh, his wife was funny because I I did the IgG food sensitivity testing right. on him, and the only thing that came back was egg. And she just looked at me. And she's like my husband is not allergic or sensitive to eggs. And I said, well, just just play with me. Just go along what? with me. Can you take it out of his diet for a little bit? And she came back two weeks later, and, uh, and she's like, you're right. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, what was I right about? Because <laughs> that was two weeks ago. So... And I'm like, well, what was I right about? Great. What was like, it? <laughs> she's like, you're right about the eggs. She's like, I took him off the eggs like you told me to do. Right. And, uh, and she's like, then a couple of days before she had come in, she's like, we were in a rush. I grabbed a hard-boiled egg, uh, put it in his hand, and within a, f- uh, pretty quickly, she's like, all of a sudden, he was, <clears throat> <clears throat> and she's like, I realized that when I had him off of eggs, he wasn't doing that at all. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he had the egg... Uh, it, he was starting. To, he was starting to react to he it. Was starting to react to it. Absolutely. So that whole sensitivity. So it shows up odd. Uh, it can show up as dark circles under the eyes, Interesting. dilated pupils, uh, hyperhidrosis, which is really? uh, sweating of the palms. That kind of comes and goes. Right. Um, there's lots of uh, symptoms
1: that it's just vague. Right. Uh, we never think about that. We we always think of nasal congestion, yeah. itchy rash or hives or something like that or nope. difficult breathing. So yeah, it sounds like it can it show up as many things. Shows up as many things. Right, for me it was all uh, it was just ter- yeah, tremendous gut stuff. Uh-huh. Right. So right, and so that was nu- the nutrition part of it. And then you you kind of shifted your your course again. To add more of the functional medicine and epigenetics, how did that come about?
0: That um, that came about. So in uh, 2011, okay. my uh, now husband and I moved to Wisconsin mm-hmm. to work at Standard Process, which is a whole food nutrition company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only sell the healthcare practitioners, and uh, it's been around since 1929. This is one of the nutrition companies wow. I used back in chiropractic school. So it's like
1: supplements? And it is
0: supplements, okay. but it's it's, um, it's whole food. So it's a very unique company in that they have a, their manufacturing facility, and a mile from that manufacturing facility, they have an organic farm. And about 65% of their raw material comes off of that organic farm, and uh, so they're they're grabbing those those foods that they're making right. at, at their peak, processing them. So it's a vertically integrated uh, company that makes really high-quality uh, supplements that are food-based. How were we de- designed to, right. to eat? Right. Um, and so my husband and I uh, went there and worked there for the last six years up until September of last year. And so there, it just gave me a whole different uh, shift and, and look uh, on life and on practice, so now instead of being in private practice, now I'm working in a corporate setting, so I mm-hmm. was on site taking care of the employees and their spouses with oh, chiropractic and nutrition, wow. uh-huh. so a
1: whole different, that's completely different, completely right.
0: different, gives you a whole different, yeah, you, you learn what compliance is, you learn oh, right. what to say and what not to say, and, uh, and so there I had the opportunity to get my master's degree, I wrote a book, oh, I my started speaking to other healthcare practitioners and it just opened up many other doors for me. And, and through that, that's where the, the genetics really came into play. Uh, really, how so? Um, because uh, with, sta- with standard process, we were looking at how we can use genetics and nutrition, you know with, with, with the products, how can you use nutrition to help optimize someone's health? Right. So it's just my first step in that whole learning process of, of what I'm doing now of let's not look at at genetics, you know, for the majority of people or the patients that I see, it's not looking at disease, it's looking at how do we optimize someone's health? Yes. How do we look at those genetics as a piece Mm -hmm. and say, okay, this pathway, because of these these genetics and how things line up, don't, uh, that pathway runs a little bit slower, so let's, I call it hacking the system, let's hack the pathway, right, um, by using an activated form of a nutrient to get that pathway to really start working again, And, and it
1: just makes sense. Sure, it does. It just makes
0: sense, and it works really well.
1: Right, so many people I, that I talk to, they think that there's like something more that they're missing in their nutrition. Yeah. They're they're missing in their health. They're missing in their wellness. There's something that's just not they're not quite hit upon. So perhaps that's the missing piece. Exactly. You still look at because of my functional medicine. I still look at labs. I still got to know
0: okay where you are. So the genetics is the 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 why. The okay, this is this is how you're built. But your environment affects that's your epigenetics. It now does. the now your environment is what's really affecting that the how those pathways are working, mm-hmm. what you're putting in or what you're not putting in, to your body, is mm-hmm. uh, affecting those pathways. So we got to look at both of those together. Look at the labs. Look at where you are, and. Um,
1: of your diet you know t- can't take all of that mm-hmm. all it's a very places. very individual approach it is very personalized approach I mean so I think we're finding that you know the take two whatever and call me in the morning does not does Doesn't. not work for everybody no. Right, and just because someone's got heart disease does not mean that their drug protocol, their regimen, whatever, is going to work for everyone else. Right. Right. Um, this is really fascinating. I think we're getting on, really getting to something here. I know that I can hardly turn on a health podcast or radio. I went to a seminar the other day, and it was all about, you know, we always hear about epigenetics now and how to really maximize the genetic blueprint that we have to have better health Uh right so how do you feel like you that's changed your practice
0: oh I feel like it's optimized my practice it really has just um, given me a piece of the puzzle that was just missing so it just helps me to be a better doctor Uh to understand uh, the patient better how to better treat them how to be more focused and and rather than kind of being kind of out here and, and guessing a little bit it's just helped me to hone in Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and
1: be more specific in how we're treating. So right to look at the whole person and the whole disease, the whole illness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I know functional medicine is the same thing. Is yes. that I'm hearing so much more about functional medicine now? The one size fits all does not fit all, and we've got to look at the whole person. You can't just slap a drug on. person or you know some sort of regimen on somebody we have to look at the whole the whole thing and I love how your approach you started with the chiropractic it got very personal you took more information in in terms of nutrition and then the function functionality functional medicine and then finally the genetic portion of it what do you think is coming next well that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) I don't know but I'm a learner so bring it on Um, Uh, yeah that's
0: a good question because uh, I, I learn from my patients. I, I right. I just I never, I, I never stop learning. Because it, you just don't know what's going to come walking through the door sometimes, right. and. Um, it, You strike
1: me as the type of person who you like to get stumped.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's got a challenge and a mystery, and so it's, it's, yeah, I love mysteries, I guess.
1: Exactly, yeah, Uh, right, you love
0: mysteries. So it's figuring out, okay, what's the mystery
1: to this person? What's... How do we unlock do, this? Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Oh, that's really so it is, interesting. It is fun. Mm-hmm. So. And you're practicing it at Your Wellness Connection I am, with which Dr. Is, Michelle
0: Robbins. She's that's awesome. Wonderful. She's, She's such, such a great.
1: Blessing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Of course, we're here in Kansas City, and everyone I speak to is usually in Kansas City. And so, Your Wellness Connection is a very well known practice here in the area. So, but you probably. You know can reach out to many other people around the world around the country with what you do do you ever do distance work i i have been uh there's uh,
0: some other doctors outside of kansas city that i work with and and so with those patients i'll uh zoom i mean with the technology today oh my gosh uh we can interact and i can walk them through their genetics and explain to them and we can face to face just uh through zoom and and uh, You can look at their labs. Them. I, I, I still need to, there's something yeah. about looking in someone's eyes and, and just getting kind of that, that picture of them. So right. I, I need that for me. I know some doctors can just do the
1: phone thing and I kind of uh, need to see the patient. You need to see them, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you need it's, to it's read them. It.
0: Yeah, so so much, it's so possible to do, to do that.
1: Right, it even makes the world your client base. It does. So, yeah. Absolutely. And so you, I bet you can learn a lot more about regionalisms um, and that kind of thing, you know, what's going on around the country and different populations. That's so exciting. Yeah. Tell us about your book. You wrote a book. So what is that about? I did. It's called One Degree of Change. And it's about my philosophy, but it's
0: much more than that, too. Uh, when I was in practice in Wichita, sometimes I'd have patients that would want to do a cleanse, right? right. And. And so I'd make some recommendations, and I even tried myself sometimes, and, and a few too many times, either my patients or myself, after about three to seven days mm-hmm. were just kind of, And, um, you know, you just, you, part of it was just getting stuck in a rut and feeling like there's nothing to eat. So I wrote this book because, one, patients come in and they're asking the same questions of me over and over again. But two, it's to help patients to not get stuck in that rut when they're trying to do a cleanse. And three, it's not just about cleansing your body. You also have to cleanse your environment. Because That's where are these point. toxins coming from? Right. They're coming from your environment. They're coming from the cleaning products you're using at home. From Absolutely. the candles, the plug-ins, the... Shampoos, sh- the lotion. Yep, the, the personal hygiene oh products. Oh, my goodness. All of that. So it's educating them, too, about, okay, it's great to clean your body, mm-hmm. but you have to... You have to also evaluate your environment. And I tell patients it's a six-month process to, to, to really cleanse the home. Absolutely. But oh in six God. months, you can really detoxify the home and, and have a much healthier environment. So it's a matter of, of when a product gets low, using like the environmental working group. Who mm-hmm. ranks products? Okay. They,
1: um, they take part. Are you familiar with them? No, the Environmental Working Group. No, I'm not familiar. I'm not. So, are you familiar with the Dirty Dozen? Yes. Okay. Are they responsible for the Dirty Dozen? They are. And the Clean 15? Yes, that yes. is
0: the Environmental Working Group. So okay. Their website's uh, www.ewg.org. So, Good. Environmental e- Working Group. Org. Exactly. Got it. And their website is very user friendly. And it's full of information. But you can put in a product on their website, and it will rank it from either a 1 to a 10 or an A to an F. So yeah. I, I, I tell patients you want C to be your cutoff. You're, you're like, okay, I'm, I will not buy a D or an F, cease right. my, my line. Or if it's a 1 to 10, then 5 is your cutoff. And there you're shifting into a product that's safer for you, but it's also safer for the environment. Because you're making right. a statement to these companies that are making these toxic chemicals that, you know what, I, I'm not going to buy those anymore. Exactly, And it will affect them. One by one it will affect them, and they mm-hmm. will shift. And we've, we're seeing it where they're shifting into better products, safer right. products. Okay. Um, and so when a product gets low, mm-hmm. then you check it at on their website mm-hmm. and... And, and look at how safe it is. And then when you're at the store, you buy something that's, that's uh, safer. Now, the other thing they have is an app. It's a free app called Healthy Living. So when you're at the store, you can also scan the UPC code and you can rank it right there as well. So it's oh, called nice. Healthy Living. Healthy Living app. That's the app. Yeah. And that sounds wonderful. It, it makes it so much uh, doable to begin to shift towards having a, a, a cleaner home, a safer home for Absolutely. you and your family.
1: Yeah, I know that it gets, it gets to be really hard when you're trying to live cleaner, live greener, just do things that are more healthy. It's like you have to watch so many different things, and yeah. you have to do so much research and so much homework. So I'm really glad there's a tool like that to help. There is. And so is all that information in your book? Some of that is in my book, yes. Okay.
0: There's a questionnaire in my book on environmental. Um, so it's awareness questionnaire about uh, asking questions about, you know, do you use this, are you using this, and, and just... A number of different questions to bring awareness to some right. of that. And then uh, the website's in there as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. And what's the book called again? One Degree of Change. One Degree of Change, yep. So if they go to uh-huh. my
1: website, mm-hmm.
0: which is? Uh, it's authenticdoc.life, mm-hmm. then uh, they can download a PDF version of my book. It's 132 pages uh, and no charge. Or oh. they can come to your wellness Connection, and right. it's $15 for a, hard copy. for a hard copy. So it's got all that, and then there's tons of recipes. I have a pantry list, two different pantry lists in there of what your pantry should look like, and then tons of just great recipes. It's gluten-free. It is dairy-free. It's uh, just really awesome recipes. Oh and the fun gosh. part is... Yeah? Um, my my husband took most of the pictures, so ah. we, one Sunday... That's so funny. We, we knew we needed pictures of foods. And so one Sunday, we got up early, and we spent all day. I was in the kitchen cooking, and he had this whole studio set up in our kitchen oh and took some God. amazing pictures uh, that you'll see in the book as well. So it was fun. But oh. by 4 o'clock, I will tell you, by 4 o'clock, we were both like, okay, we're done eating. And because the food is all there, it's like you don't want to waste it, and it's so good. Uh, and, uh, but it was so much fun.
1: Oh, I love that! I bet people will just so, really enjoy that book. Yeah, I can't wait to I can't wait to read it. That is so great. Authentic Doc, as in Doctor. Mm-hmm. Authentic Doc. Dot life. Uh-huh. Exactly. Oh, that's great. And what made you decide you wanted to take all this and put it into a book? You were just tired of having to tell people the same thing over and over it, again. It really was, and it gave. Uh,
0: it, it helped patients, my patients, right. but it helped other doctors as well. Right. So the book is um, it's uh, published through Standard Process, mm-hmm. and uh, so oh, we right. so it's not on Amazon. Right. Okay. So it. So it's sold through healthcare practitioners, and it um, yeah it just it's helped so many practitioners to be able to. It's, help- mm-hmm. it's helped so many practitioners to just be able to say, here's the answers here.
1: Yes.
0: Understand that. Here's the, you know, the healthy fats. Understand the healthy fats. So, which is a fun one. So, the healthy fats, think of bacon. <laughs> right? Let me think of, okay, bacon is not healthy, right? I'm kind of praying it is. <laughs> <laughs> if it's uncured, okay. uh, then I'm okay. But bacon... Uh, so B is for butter, okay. preferably organic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a is for avocado and avocado oil. C is for coconut oil, coconut flour, coconut milk. Right. O is for your omega-3s and olive oil and olives. And N is for your nuts and your nut oils. Those okay. are your healthy fats. So bacon is healthy. <laughs> so bacon is healthy, <laughs> exactly. But it helps, you know, that little acronym makes such a difference because I say that and patients like, okay, those are the fats where I
1: need to center on and, and leave the other fats alone. Just right. really focus on those. those it really fats. makes it easy. It does. Well, and having just that that website, the reference, the recipes and all those yeah. lists together in one place. Yeah. As a consumer of health and wellness, I know it gets it just gets overwhelming sometimes. It really does. And you yeah. just wanna say let me look at one thing. Let me just have one resource. Yes. That, thank you. That, that is you can trust. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for putting uh, that together. It's so confusing out there. Oh, it, it really, really is. is. One day you hear this is healthy, and another day there's a report that it's not. Yeah. Oh, we're hearing that on
0: coconut oil. It's like, it's good, that. it's bad, it's saturated fat. It's a healthy fat. It really oh, okay, is a that's where you fat. stand, is a healthy fat? It truly is a healthy fat. Yes, it is saturated, but it's a healthy saturated fat, uh, very mm-hmm. beneficial, lots of health benefits to it, mm-hmm. uh, and very stable when you're cooking with it, so... Right. Yes. Absolutely. Two, and thumbs, up two thumbs up for coconut oil. Two thumbs up for coconut oil. And all coconut products, Yeah, and, and all coconut products. Coconut flour is so rich in fiber. Uh, so yes. So it's, it's, you want to kind of mix it with, let's say, some almond flour. If you're doing a gluten-free uh, recipe, right. you can kind of blend those two, so you're really beefing up the fiber. Um, wow. And it makes for it gives you a little bit of uh, coconut flavor to it as well, but it's it's great to cook with.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, and it's
0: good for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So my one of my favorites is to um, to take chicken, make it into little strips. So I'm making chicken strips, right? right? But I'm making them in a good way. I'm using coconut oil, and then uh, I take the chicken strip and uh, put it in uh, a little bit of egg, and then I roll it in uh, the coconut flour, right. and then I cook it uh, in my coconut oil. And I mean, he loves it. It's just amazing. So that sounds wonderful. It's super easy
1: to do, and super healthy oh yeah i mean that's quick and easy yeah oh that's wonderful and so if someone is like on a on a healing journey and um i don't know what do you think is the where do we get the most bang for our buck in terms of what do we want to change and how do we want to be healthier is there a a big bang for the buck do -hmm. you think wow um Sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah, well, there's so many things. There are so many things. I mean, there's so many ways we could look at it, right? Nutrition. Absolutely. Get the leisure. sugar out, probably. Oh, okay, it's get the sugar big, out. Right? Yeah. What does sugar do to us?
0: It uh, causes inflammation uh, okay. in, in, in the whole body. So Right. It just, uh, and it's addictive. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so that would be a, a big Just a bad one. guy. Yeah, that, right. that
0: would be the big guy. And you've got to read every label. Oh my I, um, gosh! Yeah. Even your seasonings. I um, when I was in Wisconsin, I was looking for a it um, was a it was a, uh, it was a, a pepper blend, and um, and I read the label and I was just blown away because the on the on the front it was like a pepper lemon lemon pepper I think right and the first ingredient guess what the first ingredient was no sugar it was it was sugar and then the second ingredient salt. The oh, third ingredient God. was pepper. I, was, I just was blown away. So you have to really, even with seasonings, you really have to read the label. And if it has sugar, put
1: it back on the shelf. Oh, I had no idea that was in that. Yeah. Well, so. I'm always surprised at how much sugar yogurt has, even plain yogurt. Yeah, lots. Yes. And now, are there some sugars that are... Like not so bad
0: for you? In my book, I talk about using just uh, your fruits as a sweetener. So use banana, use dates uh, Mm -hmm. as your sweetener, Um, a little bit of honey. But those natural sources can be used. um, You know, when you're cooking, bananas and dates uh, work really well. I have a key lime pie recipe that's raw food. Oh my raw gosh. food. There's no sugar. I use uh, dates and avocado yeah. and limes uh, for for the actual key lime part, Ooh. and uh, and some nuts, cashews. Oh my gosh! It tastes just like key lime pie, but it's just raw food. There's oh no God. sugar, but and then I use a nut crust. Yeah, uh, on it, and it's amazing. Oh,
1: yeah. that sounds wonderful. It is, <laughs> oh and dear. it's so
0: easy again. Uh-huh. But but you, you you can still have you know that kind of s- those sweets, but using just
1: whole foods. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be whatever you grab yeah. off the shelf. No, it doesn't have to be the, yeah, the sugar. Right, absolutely. Is that in your book? That recipe is not in my book. Oh, I know. maybe you need to write another book.
0: <laughs> I'm working on that, actually. Are you? Yeah. Wonderful. What's the so, focus of that one going to be? More on the uh, the genetic part. So, looking Super. at, yeah. So, uh, I'm still putting it together. I uh, So, but more on the genetic and how to hack using nutrition and food to uh, to really understand, okay, right. if this is your genetics then
1: then here's This some, is how to hack it. Yes. Well yeah. and people think about, you know, my my mother had diabetes. Uh-huh. Her mother had diabetes. That means I have diabetes. Oh, no. And that's not the case, is it? How no. do we avoid that? Uh, you look at you
0: stand back and look at your environment and what you're putting in your body and change one degree. Make one degree, put yourself on a different path. Yeah. Absolutely, because we don't have to inherit
1: those things. Oh no,
0: no, those genes were either turning them on or turning them off, right? Exactly. So you just don't want to turn those uh, those diabetic genes on, right? You want to keep them off.
1: Yeah, and that's that is truly environment. Type 2, I'm talking type, type 2. Type 2, right, not type not 1. type 1. But even ca- cancer, too. I'm, you know, people say, oh, I've got this gene for cancer. Oh, right, like the right? BRCA, yeah. Right, and then that's not necessarily the case. We don't have to turn that on. Exactly, yeah. If you're living, you, you really reduce
0: the risk of turning that on if you're living a healthy lifestyle and, and aware of your genetics, like the methylation, and you can mm-hmm. do some amazing support
1: to really keep from turning those genes on. Now, okay, so functional medicine has been in the news a lot, in the yeah. conversation a lot. Epigenetics is a lot, a lot as well. And now you, you mentioned methylation, which I'm reminded that is another big hot topic right now. What is methylation? How does it affect us? Uh, how I explain it to patients is that a methylation, our DNA
0: has what are called methyl groups on it. And when, when we have those methyl groups, our DNA is it's tightly wound and it's protected. So those methyl groups are protecting our DNA. Mm. Um, when we don't have methyl groups or they're just not working right, that DNA can unwind and it can be exposed and then it can uh, be damaged from free radicals, oxidative stress, from those things can cause damage. So we want healthy methylation to protect our DNA. Mm-hmm. And we also need methylation to help for some of these pathways to work
1: to work well so so that's that's methylation then a real quick in a real quick nutshell yeah and so how do we ensure healthy methylation um, diet is key mm-hmm. so lots of uh, has lots of fruits lots of
0: vegetables lots of cruciferous vegetables so your broccoli cauliflower radishes are a cruciferous vegetable Um Kale and you know all those greens right. that are so rich in nutrients. Those are great ways uh, to provide methyl groups and betaine and those B vitamins as well to right. to help protect
1: protect our body the antioxidants as well. So, so talking kinda, to you, mm-hmm? it's kind of basic. <laughs> it's kind of right, exactly. It's what your mom told you. Yeah, eat your vegetables and fruits. Yeah. And talking to you, it sounds like really we don't ever have to be ill. Well, I think, you know, life happens. Of course. It, it
0: it just does. Um and uh so yeah, you say that. And so we're coming upon what's called the cold the flu season, right? Right. Well sir, we can get the flu any time, right? Right. But I think we call it to me, I think people are more susceptible to getting the flu because during this time there's Halloween, there's Thanksgiving and there's Christmas, and what are we doing? We're eating oh tons God. of cookies and sugars, and you know we're going to parties, and we're out late, and we're under a lot of stress. So what happens to our immune system? It goes down.
1: Right. So it's
0: not that there's, uh, to me, it's not that there's like a flu season. It's just are you doing what you need to do to, do to keep a healthy immune system so that you don't get the, the flu or the cold? Absolutely. Um, so if you're going looking at these these three Big holidays, which are full of sugars. sugars and lots of carbs and lots of, you know, stress. Right. But you're coming from the view of, I'm just going to say no. It's not that I can't. Yeah. It's that I don't. Right. Right. We've got a, that whole one degree shift in your mind of it's not that I can't have that cookie. It's right. that. I don't want that cookie. I don't want to risk getting. I choose sick. not to. I don't to. want to feel blah. Yeah. Right. So that that shift um, helps patients to to be able to say you know what no. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't. I just
1: don't That's want it. Because I don't want to get sick. I don't, I don't want to get the flu. Right, so well, and we always feel. Of course, it (laughs) does. Right, where we, it's the same thing as what your son went through. It's like I can eat this pizza, but I know I'm going to suffer for it. Exactly, and I'm choosing not to suffer for it. Exactly, I've had enough of that. Yeah, right. And how do you feel after you eat something like that? Oh my gosh, you feel sick and terrible. Yep. And I have to admit, sometimes on Halloween night, I will let my daughter just gorge on candy, and then she feels terrible, Uh and she doesn't want it for the rest of the week. Yeah, and it doesn't take much for her to get to that. Point, (laughs) but if we can just kind of skip ahead to the, I don't want to feel bad. Yeah, then we can do that. Um, And so maybe we have to look at the reasons why we take on this stress. The reasons why we eat. It feels like this is part of this that you teach. The mindfulness that I teach. (laughs) Absolutely. Just being mindful of what you're putting in your body. That's where you know what you teach really comes into play. I Mm -hmm. think it does exactly. Being mindful of our emotions and being mindful of the. Things that are behind our emotions. Yes. And of course, in my work, I always talk about emotion and illness uh-huh. and how when we have these lower form emotions, it weakens our resistance again and uh, our body very effectively lets us know what we need to look at in terms of shoulders, anything with shoulders. And this is what I'm dealing with right now is shoulder pain uh-huh. is uh, responsibility. And anything with our feet is moving forward. Anything with our gut is, what am I not stomaching? Uh And just kind of in a nutshell, but um, just working with emotions and mindfulness in terms of what's going on in our body and letting our body lead and tell us about that. Just listening. Just listening. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It all goes back to just getting quiet. Yeah, it does. Right? Listening to our body. Oh, my gosh. It has been such a joy to talk to you about health and how we can live better, feel better, eat better treat ourselves better i mean yeah. my gosh you're doing such great work awesome i just love it so thank you christy oh you're welcome georgia yes yeah, so the website is authenticdoc.life. doc that is good see doc and then the book is one one degree of change one degree of change sounds so simple yes it really does and so your website, the um, a link to get the book, et cetera, your bio, and everything will be in our show notes. So, okay. um, and you can reach out and, and work with people all over the all over the world, basically. So, um, anybody who's not in the Kansas City area, please feel free to hit up Dr. Knapp, and she can um, you know perhaps advise or work with you. Good. Thank you again, Georgia. It's Thank you for so having me. This you. has been a blessing. It's been so much fun. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>